Now, back to Whiteley. <laughs> oh my goodness. So the translation there is Karma is the guy on the chief. So that's Taylor Swift singing for Travis Kelsey and the instant recognition of Swifties at the concert. This is the sharpest collision we've ever seen of sport and pop culture. And at that intersection lives Brad Blanks. And in our game of Where in the World is Blanksy, he's here in the studio in Melbourne. Blanksy, it's lovely to oh, see you. Jared, great to see you. Yes, I'm, uh, I fly out tonight, but back to the States, but... Jeez, that Taylor. Look, Taylor Swift, it comes in waves, doesn't it? It keeps coming at you. When, just when you think you're over and we thought we'd have some peace, he actually goes to Buenos Aires in Argentina. Like, what coach lets their star player fly to a, another country? And, and he goes down there and there was love on his face, which he ran off stage into his arms. And I'm like, I, I find it disgusting. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, don't. I hope those Swifties are hearing this, um, you know, especially Hutchie. Hutchie loves this relationship. I'm about cooked on it. Uh, but the, the, he, the, he, it seems like it's really going to happen. She's right there. Maybe the musical chairs, and it's just going to stop after the tour, and they're just going to have a family of tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, what has anyone run the dates on if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl in Vegas? Where in the world is Taylor Swift? Uh, yeah, well, that's what I mean. That's going to be very intense because she'll have to be on a plane on the Monday to be down here the following weekend. Because I think. Uh, the concert start the 18th of February here yeah, in Australia. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so that's a quick turnaround. Should be on your flight, Jared. Sharing a flight yeah, on yeah, the way yeah, home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you and I are sitting next to each other, yeah, chatting away. That'd be a good flight, wouldn't it? That's you? funny. So, yeah. what is the breakdown of <laughs> resistance and resentment to this? And it's just good fun. It's good fun, isn't it? Yeah, you know, early on in the piece, the old uh, brigade of sports reporters like um, uh, Mad Dog Russo, who you know has his own channel on Sirius XM, and he does first take with St- uh, Stephen A. Uh, every Wednesday. Uh, he was disgusted straight out of the blocks. He yeah. thought this is a, this is a sideshow we don't need in NFL. It's and, an intrusion. Yeah, it's an, it's intrusion. an invasion. And it's his, an imposition. Yeah, if you can see his rant online, it was fantastic, and he was very he's very theatrical as a radio and TV performer. Uh, but he just thought this is there's no place for this. And uh, the Swifties came for him, the fans. And then over the next few weeks, people seemed to enjoy it. And obviously, the networks loved it. You know, when they were teed up, the sun, you know, they made the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, you know, against the New York Jets was, you know, it was record numbers for a regular season game. Historically, it was unbelievable numbers in ratings. And, you know, they, they would have teed up with her camp how many times they were going to put the camera on her during the thing. The, the big thing of that, when I think we mentioned it, um, was when <laughs> the sixth person in her posse was Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. Has, when has Hugh Jackman been demoted on, on a power ranking of celebrity, you know, walking into a football It's as if he was carrying her bag. <laughs> I was, oh, come on, you. Don't become part of this posse, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's been huge for marketing, huge for the NFL. They they've wanted the crossover, and maybe you have young girls now watching the football with their fathers because mostly a Taylor Swift concert is filled with fathers outside the stadium who, uh, you know, uh, you know, having a night as rest before they watch the NFL the following day. So maybe they can get some combination there of uh, girls enjoying football now. But other than that, I, I'm. I'm getting uh, – uh, look, when I saw that embrace in Buenos Aires, maybe they really are into each other, but it's uh, – Oh, they're in love, question. You're a real romantic, so I Jared. got sent uh, some proper metrics <laughs> right. around – so there was a debate in the US as to whether 
the uh, how much of the TV, whether there was a bump in TV ratings for NFL games yep. that Taylor Swift was known to be present at. Right. And the pushback was, well, these are the highest rating shows on television. Anyway. NFL anyway. Yep. Yeah. And then there were metrics done. It was undeniable. There was an undeniable yeah. bounce of Swifties watching the NFL. That's yeah, yep, for sure, definitely, and that was that was so huge. Funny. The uh, the great conspiracy theory when uh, Travis Kelsey's mother went on the Today Show a few weeks ago, and she was cold the whole way through. So everyone was like, "Does she actually like Taylor Swift?" Does she? But I think she was just scared to drop gossip there. So I think it could be on. You know, um, let, yeah, it's, it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a wild year ahead for the Kelsey uh, Swift thing. But he's got to perform now. He's got to. They've got to win a Super Bowl. You know, yeah, or yeah. she will be blamed. Um, <laughs> she will be blamed. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So if if Kane was in the NFL and he'd seen oh, what would he Travis say? Kelsey in the bye week going to Buenos yeah. Aires, oh, look out. Yeah. And Rich, Tony, don't take it all too seriously. Tay-Tay has her own private jet. Not sure she's on a commercial plane. No, no, we get that. It's, just, it's all fun. Yeah, it's yeah. all, all fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blanks is in the studio. Uh, let's just check in with Nathan in the newsroom. Brad Blanks is in the studio. Blanksy, the last time we spoke, you were coming from you were going to be coming from the Breeders' Cup to the Melbourne Cup Carnival and then we corresponded. Whose row were you sitting yeah, in on I, that flight? I was sitting in the I called that flight. I saw him too uh, a couple of days before the flight at the Breeders' Cup, Frankie Dettori, and I said, mate, I'm gonna be on your plane, the Dettori flight, which obviously only happens every six years. You know, the flight where all the jockeys from the Breeders' Cup, you know, him and Ryan Moore and it was Holly Doyle and Tom Marquin were all on the Dettori flight. And I was luckily enough seated next to Dottori's wife, and he was on the other side. He's, you know, he didn't really want a, too much of a chat with me. I was trying to be jovial and happy. No, head down, he was. <laughs> and at the end, had a quick chat, chat away. And he's, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm breaking news or anything here, but he's going into the jungle. He's uh, in the British version of uh, "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here." Right. So um, he'll be a bit of a hit on that because that guy just knows how to turn it on when the cameras are on him. So. Um, he was coming here to party during the week, he, his, his wife said, uh, and then they're up in Hamilton Island for a couple of days and they go into the jungle from where from wherever that location is up there. So how – so Messi goes and plays in the uh, American yeah, Soccer League. That's right, yep. Dottori goes and rides on the American racing circuit. That's right. How big a – celebrity exercise will this be as well as a sporting exercise? He's done it before and because racing so split provincially there, it, it won't have a it, it won't become national attention. Okay. It'll just be in Santa Anita Racecourse. He's gonna be in the sunshine in Los Angeles and you know it in some ways it's a perfect twilight for his career, even though it was meant to be a hard out after I think the Melbourne Cup was going to be a hard out for him. But you know, uh, he'll go down there and he might extend that for a year and he's still talking about coming back to Royal Ascot, and which means he could come back to Melbourne next year again. Uh, definitely still in form. You know, in October, he's riding Group 1 winners uh, in the UK. So, uh, But not a big public relations uh, act but by any means. How does the Breeders' Cup compare to... To the Melbourne Cup, uh, Breeders' Cup. I say it's all business. It's a right. it's a business event. You know, there's still the fun and the great, and you know you're watching the best horses. And but at Santa Anita, it was yeah. You, know, you get your odd celebrities. I, I I walked past Aaron Rodgers, said a few words to him as he was walking up a staircase. I was walking down. He stumbled when he turned to say, "Oh, you come back to me for what are we exchanging?" 
And I went, geez, I hope I don't pull these Achilles that's on the men there for the for the New York Jets. But uh, a few celebrity thing, but nothing like the the Melbourne Cup Carnival. They're, they're uh, hardcore gamblers. Uh, but as I said, every uh, race is the grand final yeah. of a whole year, and it's so it's the the best in the division in the Northern Hemisphere, and uh, it's it's a phenomenal event, fantastic event if you love your pure just uh, hardcore racing. The recovery of Aaron Rodgers from the torn Achilles. So there are two schools of thought here. One is that he's such a peculiar figure <laughs> yes. that maybe he can defy yeah. all sense in medicine and get back and play this season. And the second is that this is never going to happen. Why are we getting weekly updates about it? Which school are you in? I'm on him defying it. Yeah, because he's so crazy. And it's off the back of these weekly updates. When have we ever had weekly updates on a major injury due to the fact that he's on the McAfee show once a week and he gets asked every week the same? And they've obviously got a good relationship there and he's very open to to a fault in some ways. Like, just keep a few things to yourself, Aaron. Uh, uh, but he'll come out and he'll give an update there and he's he's into that. Well, it, most athletes are into a positive mindset. He's into some spiritual mindset that's on some different – level, yep. you know, aided by hallucinogenics and things like that, you know, that he that, that he's talked about in the past. Um, so let's see, you know, in the brief moment I saw him, he seems to be quite an open guy and enjoys living in New York City. He's in, he goes to all the fancy clubs there that aren't, you know, wild, but, you know, so he's, he's absorbing the city and he's got a beautiful mansion there in New Jersey that he bought. Uh, so let's see, you know, he's going to have the best people around him and he's, but his mindset, it's... Uh, it's something he wants to do. It he wants to be back, and you know the Jets screwed that game up the other day with, um, you know, Zach Wilson, the most hated quarterback New York's probably ever seen. Yeah, by Jets fans. Has even though Aaron Rodgers has only played fifteen seconds, yeah. has <laughs> New York taken him on as one of their own? Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. This is he's the, they need a savior. The the Jets. Yeah, it's you know that they're, they're running around. That they. they at the beginning of the season, everyone thought they, was cra- they were crazy when they thought Aaron Rodgers could take them to a Super Bowl. Now they've proven that their defense is very good um, and that there is a massive problem. with They haven't scored a, a eight games. They haven't scored a touchdown, right, an offensive, an offensive touchdown. Uh, and so they think if they could slot him in there, they're at least going to be double better because their defense has kept, in, kept them in every game and won them games. So... Um, there is hope there for for Jets fans, but they're they're a beaten bunch. They're a beaten. You know, I've, can I've, you pick Jets yeah. fans in the streets? Oh yeah, you can. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're they're they're, they're solemn. Yeah, you know? which is funny because the Giants are in the same boat at the moment, but they've had, of course, the two Super Bowls in the last thirteen years, four fourteen years. So uh, they're a little bit happier. They're, they're, that house money's running out as well with the New York Giants. They they've got a guy that was a star high school player from New Jersey as their quarterback who came up off the. Uh, his name's Tommy DeVito. Yeah, you know, so um, it's, every joke in the world yes, is in play. With that's the right, they the have. Moment. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a funny state in New York football, and it shouldn't be happening when they're two of the most famous franchises. Brad Blanks is in the studio. I've got a little NBA for you. I also want to ask you about the resolution of the writers' strike in Hollywood. So presumably that's why you're on the plane because the red carpet circuit yeah, is about to right. resume. This is Waitley for the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold and host plus. Now back to Waitley. You're the point guard. You were holding the reins. And what did you do when you had the reins? You scored nine points in Game 7 against Boston. You blew a 3-2 series lead. So they co- they fired their coach. Not good enough. You broke up with your guy believing you again. You said, the bright lights of L.A., that's where I want to go. 
Let's see if that works. Listen, James, have you ever had those friends who had bad roommates? Over and over, they complained about their bad roommates. This guy's terrible, the bad roommate here. They never thought, being self-aware enough, that they're the bad roommate. They're the problem. Hey, James, you're the problem. It's one of the wow. best critiques that we've seen in the sporting world. Brian Damaris and his takedown of James Harden. Wonderful, wasn't it? Jeez. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a wild two weeks watching that. And you can't b- believe that the owner of the Clippers, Steve Barmer, you know, he's worth $103 billion, Microsoft money, and, he, and he's he's agreed to this. Like, he, his whole career was adjudicating talent and knowledge and engineers. And can't you see it to the naked eye what Harden – Harden's an issue in every team he's gone to. Yeah, he has no self awareness no, either. So no. his his when he state, I I'm not a system player. I <laughs> am a system. Come on, yeah. And you're going over there for Kawhi, who you know that season he had up at Toronto was one of the best individual performances ever to to take them from nothing to a title. You know, uh, so yeah, it's a, a fascinating rollout that people can continually throw money at a guy like this. <laughs> so I did like the. Brian got to the point of you'll, you'll go back and swipe right and there'll be no more teams no, that's for right. you. Yeah, but there's always yeah. been a buyer for Harden, which is a curiosity. Hey, so you're about to head back. Um, the strike, the writer's strike. An, an actor's strike. An act, yes. Yep. So it had shut everything down everything. regarding Hollywood. So no yep. premieres, no red carpet. There's a whole lot of stuff that got delayed because you couldn't do publicity around it. What, yep. what has those months been like? Uh, they roll out uh, producers and directors for, for interviews. So – in terms of that whole ecosystem of you know promoting a movie, which is quite important, uh, which then leads on to Oscar nominations and awards, and but more more importantly, box office uh, completely shut down. No no promotion of movies uh, over the last five six five to six months. So what happens now is everyone, all the publicists and managers and agents, are about to unleash. Um, the, their talent. So and and then these events are put on. You know they're they're a bit you know, cr- crazy, these red carpets and whatever, but they're events designed for the executives to come in, sponsors to come in, people that finance the movies to get photos of movie stars. It's a movie star world. Everyone yeah. wants to be next to a Margot Robbie or a, you know, a, 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 a Denzel Washington, and, and and that's what they're designed for, and, and they will be swarming back. Every night in New York City will be a premiere for television. You know, streaming premieres are now – just as big as movie premieres, so so you, and your core is is sport and red carpet. That's right, correct. Yeah, so I, I go out there. I'm not your normal red carpet reporter. You know, um, I'm more trying to have a pub chat out there, and I try to turn my little do the people know that I'm trying to turn my chat into a, like a two minute talk show interview, and hopefully get a laugh and have a bit of fun with the person um, I'm chatting to. Uh, but that's what I'll be launching into when I when I return when I land there Wednesday. So what's on your radar? Um, well, the big one we we're heading into Thanksgiving. That was a lot of the problem. They wanted to get this sorted before Thanksgiving because historically the period between Thanksgiving, which is yeah twenty fifth of November through to Christmas, is when all the Oscar movies come out, and of course now streaming when they pump up the streaming uh, Netflix and whatever, get the, the TV shows out because so people can watch them over the holidays. Uh, so it'll kick off a couple of days, like the 26th of November. The first one off the off, off will be the Gotham Independent Spirit Awards, which used to be a small little show but has now turned into uh, one of the big tentpole events for the Oscars. So the Oscars is like running for office or like a Super Bowl. 
you have to win playoff games along the way <laughs> to gather momentum. Yeah. Uh, and so it really has turned into a like a sporting e- event, uh, the Oscars. And this first one will kick off from New York, which has a bit of sway as the votes go leading up to the big night in early March. What are the movies on the radar? Uh, well, the the one that just came out over the weekend, uh, The Killer, which is David Fincher, which is on Netflix. Oh, yep. Yeah, very good film if you like a – you know, one of you know typical Fincher. You know, in the vein of Seven. You know, like this is uh, into the mind of a, 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 an assassin, and it's slow moving but very well done. If you love Fincher's uh, movies, the big chat will be if, if uh, Barbie can get any sort of nomination for an Oscar, which it had enough box office that sometimes one of those one box office film they squeeze into, and uh, it might get some support on on that. But uh, uh, yeah, they'd be the ones that we'd be looking at now and then. They'll start. Yeah, you know, there's been a suppression of knowing even what the good Oscar movies are sure. going into this period. Ben, but they, we will know about them in two weeks' time. All right. So life in New York. Do, do you go and see Billy Joel? Uh, yeah, I do. I've, I've, I've seen him four times, yeah. and I even bought... so this is once a month at Madison. Yeah, Square yeah, Garden, yeah. Right? I, I, I mean, it's like going. It's like going down to the local your local you know RSL club with the uh, with the local piano player when you live in Manhattan. So. Yeah, I've I've seen him four times, and uh, I've bought tickets for one of his concerts. Not the final one next year, but I, I really love when mates of mine come over just to see Billy Joel from from you know Melbourne. They fly in and yeah. they'll go, and it's a, a huge moment to see Billy Joel live. I mean, it's it's a beautiful yeah, beautiful thing, and he, he brings out a, a massive star or come out and play with him on the stage, and they'll do something together. And uh, but but he's he's a legend. What a thing he's created there in, in the middle of New York City. When I was going. Phoenix to Delhi, I had the overnight in New York and it was the night before Billy Joel, (laughs) if it had been, but the flight was delayed. So I would have largely missed it if if it had panned out that oh. I, that was the night yeah, but the flight was delayed yeah, and I would have missed that's it. That's a anyway. Billy Joel song, yeah. Phoenix to Delhi. <laughs> um, leave me with something. So the Jack Jack Reacher, there's a lot of people who will love the books. Yeah. They made movies, Tom Cruise, hopelessly miscast. Not that they no, were no, bad no, movies, no, no, just an yeah. awful piece of casting yeah, because yes, Jack Reese is right. this Huge giant man. figure. Yeah. And then they made the Amazon series yeah. where they nailed had, it. Oh, my yeah. word. Did they, they nail they the character? <laughs> um, I watched that. I binged that probably last year's Super I Bowl. I think you're, yeah, you're on the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Is the second series coming? Yeah, it comes out December 15th. I think it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know what they put it on here, uh, but fantastic show. I mean, the, the trailer, if you get a chance to watch it, is like watching a two-minute movie. He has one-liners, he has comedy, and uh, just but, – but it's violent. If, I mean, if it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's sort yeah. of that cartoon violence. violence exactly. He's yeah. so big, there's, yeah. there's a level of absurdity to That's it. That's right, yeah. But I thought it was excellent. Excellent show. Yeah, yeah. So He's the trailer's tra- out. Trailer's out and it's got everything you want in a trailer. And, and this show's going to be phenomenal. Blanksy, it's great to catch yeah, up. Yeah, great to see you, Jared. So yeah, I fantastic. will see you next in Vegas. We will see each other in Vegas. What a time. And we, we can't even pick who's going to be in this Super Bowl. No, no. Usually we have a rough idea of some of the teams this season. It's fascinating. I've never been to Vegas. Will you look after? Yeah, I'll look after, but I'm on the straight Actually, and narrow. Actually, you're the right one to no, ask I am to look the, after mate, me in Vegas. I am now on the straight and narrow, so I'll look after you there. I know yeah. our travelling crew, and yeah, I'm not I'll, sure I'll, any of them are safe. No, no, no. They're so they're need someone to launching. chaperone I will chaperone I've got you. I've to find Brian <laughs> Curtis. I feel like yes, he and I are probably yes. yeah, 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 yeah. know what yeah. to avoid. No, I know what to avoid. know what to take in as well. No, no, no. But it's going to be fun. Wow. Vegas Super Bowl. 
That's like a coming. And we've got the Grand Prix this uh, weekend. Oh, in, yeah. Yeah. Yep, so I've yep. seen the images of that taking shape. Yeah. It's, it looks I'm, absolutely spectacular. Yeah, just to watch that on. I, I'm not going to. I'm going to uh, Georgia, Tennessee this Saturday. So I, I still like my college football. And, you know, um, <laughs> so people go, why are you going to the Grand Prix? I said, no, nah, no, I want to get amongst the 100,000 orange-wearing animals that will tear right. down the field goals after they win, <laughs> you know. Thanks. It's yeah. nice to yeah. see you. Thanks, Jerry. I'll talk to you in New York. Yes. I'll see you in Vegas. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Brad Blanks in the studio. Melbourne's home of the ultimate celebration, the Osmond Rooftop and Bar Commercial Road, South Yarra.